Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I have a very special treat for you today. My daughter is interviewing me, and um, actually, she interviewed me, and this is episode 117, dealing with the effects of fatherlessness, and she asked me some very, very tough questions, and we go deep and quite vulnerable into both of our lives, so I hope you find this interesting, refreshing, and at the end of it, I, I pray that you feel a lot of hope, but without further ado... Here's the interview done by my daughter on fatherlessness. Hi, y'all. My name's Tori. This is the Empower 24-7 podcast. Basically, this podcast is starting today, and I don't know how long we'll be doing this, but it's going to be interviewing people and asking some deep philosophical questions about life, what they've experienced, their insights, advice, Also, we'll have some laughs, some funny stories, but today I'm very, very excited because I'm accompanied with my dad, my bestie for the restie, the Barry Miracle. Um, If you don't know already, this is a branch off of Empower Her Now, the organization I got to launch this past November 1st empowering indigenous women to be their healthiest selves and out of that we are able to create an organization and a community of people that empower each other and so with that i thought nothing greater than to interview my pops my raganiha um somebody that has been empowering me since before i was even born somebody that has prayed the prayers of the saints over my life um and so yeah i just wanted to Introduce you guys to a author, prophet, father, businessman, husband, son, successful entrepreneur, and overall, my dad. I wanted to introduce you guys to him because he has a story to tell about what it looks like to be empowered and to empower others. And he is able to give key advice into the indigenous women's lives. So, without further ado, hi, Dad. Hey, baby girl. So good to be with you on your very first podcast. I just want to say I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. And, yeah, I mean, yes, I, we, your mom and I, when you were not even not um, born, when you were in your mommy's womb, we would pray over you every day. Mm-hmm. And we would uh, bless you and speak to you. And uh, affirmation, words of affirmation and how wonderful you're going to be. And you have turned out to be that amazing woman. Um, just so very proud of you and the, the things that you've walked through in the last year and how you've come out. And God has been so abundantly um, prospering you and just the blessing. I just love to see God just pouring out just so much upon you. It's just been mm-hmm. amazing, amazing to see the turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, before I ask you the philosophical questions, 
I would just like to um, welcome Holy Spirit and just give him rule and reign. Amen. For those of you that maybe don't know us, don't know our storylines or our belief system, um, my family and I, we are Holy Spirit filled. I'm fifth generation Holy Spirit filled believer in Jesus Christ. We are, I guess, technical terms, you could call us Pentecostal charismatic Christians. We believe that Jesus Christ was born delivered to us from God, born yeah, to a yeah. Virgin Mary, yeah. raised to uh, 33 years, died on the cross, rose again, and went up to heaven to allow Holy Spirit to rule and reign in our lives today. Amen. So Preach, I, <laughs> I just want to start that off just so yeah. that there is no confusion and there's no hemming or hawing of the Holy Spirit. This is... I'm just wondering what are they are making reference yeah. to. Yeah. So okay. I'm just going to pray and I'm just going to let Jesus mm-hmm. do his thing. Amen. And so good. Thank you. we'll continue after that. So thank you, Lord. God, I just thank you right now, Lord, that this conversation is guided and delivered through you, God, that you are the planner of all things. So Holy Spirit, we give you our agenda. Mm. We sacrifice our flesh and we ask, Father God, that you would deliver the answers for the people, that this is actually your platform, Holy Spirit, so I'm allowing you to speak. Come on now. Out of my Father and I, so... We plead the blood of Jesus Christ with no further ado. Amen! Amen. Okay. So, Dad. Yes? The question that I want to ask you is how did you choose... To be a good father when you weren't given the perfect father figure growing <laughs> up. Yeah. In a kind way to say it, you sure. were you were put into a lot of obstacles at a young age. Yeah. So how did you choose? Because that's that's the misconception a lot of times is that generationally, if you weren't if you didn't have a good father, you don't know how to be a good father. And you don't. And you oh okay. So <laughs> if you want to answer that, yeah. Oh, because if you're. There's um, environment, you learn. Nature versus nurture, yeah. Exactly. That's the term I was, I was alluding to. Nature versus nurture. Like, there, I, I don't see a lot of ministers believe in the depravity of man, the total depravity of man, where I don't believe in, the, in that. Mm-hmm. That's another, that's a theological disposition or position um, that some uh, um, refer to and live, live that, try to live that life from. But I believe that every man and every woman that's born into this planet has the spark of God. Mm. That at your conception, there was a burst of light. Yeah. When your, when your mama's egg met your, your daddy's seed of life, there was actually, when, when you were conceived, there's a burst of light. Mm. And so each one of his creation are um, f- from the father of lights. We are children of light. And some of us just don't know it. So there's a lot, a lot of, uh, like, even in the midst of the darkest moments of my life, and I'm just, you know, outside looking up at, you know, I think I'm like 12 years old, looking up in the sky, and I just see a shooting star. Mm-hmm. And you can wish upon a shooting star, apparently. Yes. And so I just, I just said, my, I just want to be happy. Mm. I just want to be happy. At the age of 12. Yeah. Yeah. For the people listening, y'all probably don't know. My dad is Mohawk, yeah. a traditional Mohawk man raised on our reservation, Tyendinaga, Mohawk Territory, here in Canada. And my mom is Ojibwe. So both my parents come from backgrounds that technically 
to the eye of society should be riddled with generational shame and trauma and reservations. So explain to the people a little bit about growing up and how you wishing upon a shooting star is already crazy to that lifestyle because when you're 12, you're wishing for a new hockey stick or a new basketball or wishing for, you know, something Mm -hmm. to be a kid with. Yeah. I'm wishing for happiness. Yeah. Because, um, and I didn't know necessarily what I was yearning for because I did, my mom left me when I was three and mom, if you're listening, I know we've mended and I don't mean to. Yeah. My mom surely is a. I'm not throwing shade on you. You know, I know that you could not live in the circumstances you were in at that time, but yeah. So, but growing up without a mom is where a man gets his confidence from. Yeah. So when you start off your life with your mom rejecting you, you don't, you don't know how to deal with it. So you deal with it the best way you can. But I tell you, uh, I I can't take really like you said. Well, how did you you make this decision to be a good father? I think it was the grace of God. I think it was the mercy of God for sure. Yeah, and I but you have to choose it, right? But the thing is, is that. I've met a lot of people that right. are in the, Christian. In the cycle of and defeat. The in the cycle of defeat, but yeah. Yeah. they are fathers, but they're absent fathers. Yeah. They're in yeah. the home, but they're absent. Yeah. And you growing, when I was growing up, so there are five of us kids, just a little background, I guess, knowledge. Yeah. My parents just celebrated this past Wednesday, 31 years married. <laughs> and I swear. 31 I've, amazing years. 31 amazing years. And that's not just a facade that you guys put on yeah. social media. It is. Yeah. I have only, I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen you guys fight. You guys were very private about that. Well, honestly, there's nothing to be private about because we've only had like five, I, I would that I would call serious arguments mm-hmm. in 31 years. And the key to that, and you guys are very open and honest when you guys counsel marriages yeah, yeah. and when you guys are counseling people that are dating, looking to marry, um, you guys pray together every single morning. Yeah. Yeah. You guys offer your marriage, your lives, our children. Yeah, everything like to all, the feet all, of Jesus. Yeah, we won't get into all the different difficulties that that your siblings have walked through over the last mm-hmm. few years, um, and you walked through amazing obstacles this year. But it was never an option whether or not you're going to come out better than. Yeah, there was a f- level of faith you guys adhered to that yeah. you guys said... There's no way. There ain't no way. My no, baby not, isn't making it. Yes. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. every pain and every problem that they walk through will have a, an extremely exorbitant payday. Well, yes, that's the thing. Is um, My parents, so they just celebrated 31 years. There's yeah. five of us kids. Yeah. I'm the fourth, so I'm the second youngest. Yeah. And growing up, my dad, I was born into, I guess you could call a business family. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you guys had, you guys had the store yeah. and a few properties and stuff. And yeah. when I was, I think I was seven or eight when you guys went full-time ministry. 2009, whenever that was. 2009. Okay. So I would have been seven. seven. Yeah. So when I was seven years old, my parents forfeited the flesh of life. Yeah, shut down the store and walked away. Yeah, they shut down their business, shut down basically the security of life for the call of Jesus. And so when I was seven, I began seeing, well, even when I was born, I I think I got baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was, what, four? Yeah, probably. I started speaking in tongues because my middle name is so hard to pronounce some days when I was younger. So I was like, 
oh, and then I would see you guys praying in tongues, and I said, I want to do that. And so, growing up, you though you guys were crazy busy, yeah. you guys were always present with us. Mm-hmm. So, how did you choose to be a present father mm-hmm. and not an absent one? Well, my number one prayer, um, just skipping ahead a whole lot of yeah. different things from where we were, um, but just to answer that more directly is my my number one prayer was to be the best father I could be because I knew I had a deficit mm-hmm. because I know my dad was an absentee father. He was too busy and, and had some other issues, and that's another program. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but, another podcast. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know, but... Um, but we do bless him, and yeah. he is forgiven. Yeah, we've I've totally forgive him, and I took care of him for like the last twenty eight years. Yeah, I was gonna say decades, right? Yeah, and and just um, you honored above. I tried, and and that was part of it too. Is I, I I I couldn't afford to, even though he didn't a lot of times deserve honor according yeah. to seed sown. I I made a decision that I was going to sow seeds into him for you guys. Mm. So that we Within, would know. Yeah, would know. You would know. No, but actually reap a harvest. Mm. That you would not go. That it's not going to be repeated. Yeah. It's not going to be um, perpetuated. Um, fatherless and motherlessness is the, the scourge on society. So true. I mean, you if you look at any statistics, it's it's so a lack of a father. That's not astonishing how many children are growing up in that environment. Like, I don't even know. We probably should have did research on this, but um, (laughs) definitely should have. Well, no, no. But I mean, as far as what the percentage of divorces are right now, it's like, I think it's as high as like 75% of of marriages fail in divorce. And then that, so that's just, and we don't, you don't know. And God's grace is there. So if you come out of a divorce family, I did. I came like so my, did my mom. Yeah, well, so there mom. wasn't a divorce, but they separated. Separated. Yeah. I mean, they were separated for most of your mom's life. And, yeah. And your mom didn't have it easy neither, even though her, your grandmother. Yes, um, was my a, mom's mom was is a tremendous champion. Still is a Stella, prayer warrior. Prayer warrior, and I think never, secretly she goes up into heaven. Yeah. And she's yeah. she's put calling away, on the name of put Jesus. Way her tights, thank God we don't have to see those on. <clears> um, just kidding. <laughs> There's a little joke there. But, um, no, she was the champion. She had to go on assistance for a wee bit because when your dad, when your grandfather, her dad, uh, God rest his soul, he, he's um, passed away he this year. He has since passed. Yeah. Uh, he used to drink the, the rent money. He used to drink the food money. And, and so, um, you know, Tammy's mom said no more. And so they, they separated. Yes. So, so now you got your mom who gets her confidence from her dad, he's, he's gone. gone. Uh, your father gets his confidence from his mother, and she's gone. Yeah. And the two meet, fall in love, yeah. and now they're supposed to start a legacy. It starts, yeah. And, and, and that's the plan. And, but I'll tell you, if it wasn't for moments in the presence of God, yeah. uh, you know, answering all to call after all to call, and just going and praying and mm-hmm. seeking out, the presence of the Lord. And, and so and let me tell you just a, a, a really cute, but really powerful story. Mm-hmm. So your mom and I are about to fly out to BC. Okay. We're at the airport and we stop by Starbucks, six bucks, whatever you want to call it, St. Yeah. Arbucks. And to get a nice latte for your mom and get me an Americano. And Was this this past weekend? Just this past, uh, two weekends ago. 
Last, last weekend. weekend. Last weekend, yeah. Okay. And so it's like Thursday night or Thursday mm-hmm. day, and and we're staying in line, and and I I see this lady there. She has four kids, and she's by herself, wow. and she's pregnant, maybe three kids. Yeah. Oh, anyway, man. she's like, I said, you, ma'am, are a champion. Yeah. And she, I just <laughs> I'm so proud of you right now. Yeah. And the kids are smiling, and and yeah. we're kind of like um, just having a bit of a chat, and. And I said, we have five kids, so we know exactly what's going yeah. on right now. And <laughs> it's then, true. And then this lady, be like, oh, you have five kids? I said, yeah. And we're just celebrating 31 years of marriage. She says, what? Yeah. Um, and, and we just say, yeah. She says, okay, we just got married. So this lady behind us says, we just got married. What's tips for staying together yeah. and having the a successful... Secret. The secret. Cause, what's the secret sauce? Everybody yeah. needs to know. Yeah. And so we just began to say, you know, don't... Don't major on the minors. Mm. When you say something, mean it. Don't play head games. That is don't, something, yeah. Don't play Don't say one thing and mean another. And, and so when you, and, and celebrate each other. Yeah. And don't, Come on. If, you know the, if you know the jugular, if you can see the jugular, never go for the jugular, never go for the kill shot. Never, never touch something that you know is going to be permanent damage. Yeah. Never touch the weak spots. You have to learn how to fight fair. Yeah. And so there's just certain things you, I would never go with with your mom. Just it doesn't matter. But there, yeah. but, uh, but but like I said, we only have five arguments. So anyway, but but I ended up saying to her, I said, I said, we, we gave her a bunch of tips and yeah, things yeah. like that. And just, just of course you did. You, but, and then you bought her Starbucks probably. Uh, but we ended up saying, I said, but can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. It's Jesus. Yeah. I just That's said. So good. <sighs> At the end Jesus of the day. Jesus makes the difference. Yeah. He, he's forgiven me. He's given me a grace to forgive others. I'm not yeah. eating the poison and expecting other people to die. I'm so living good. the life of, of his gracious gift mm-hmm. that he gave to me of abundance. Yeah. And I've never been, never been, um, I, I've, God has given me a grace not to be a victim. That's so good because pity meant like, a pity mindset. Yeah. And I, I really do think that I've broken victim. free of that. Victim mindset, right? Yeah. And like a pity me. Yeah. Oh me. Oh my. Oh poor me. Look at me. Yeah. Like oh, you should, you should feel Lord sorry for me. Mercy. It's, but it's so easy. Yeah. Because okay. in society it is preached that if you don't have trauma, you're not going to fit in. Right. And if you don't, if you don't know this struggle, you're not going to get it. And I do agree that there are certain areas that if you have not struggled in, mm. you simply will not understand what they're talking about. No. A thousand percent. And mm. I do understand that trauma is hard. Trust me, you're talking to two people that have had to overcome a lot of traumatic obstacles. Oh, yeah. And have Big had time. to go through an incredible amount of healing to even be able to have a conversation and yeah. say... But I'm not the sum total of what happened to me. Right. And I'm now. not going to live out of that Say mindset. Say that again. Say that again. You're not the sum total. Well, that's something that you taught me. It was yeah. that if I'm going to get better one day, yeah. this one day that everybody talks about, like, it won't matter one day or yeah. you'll get over it one day, whatever it, that one day looks like. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing day, first of all. Yeah, and also, and and also, yes, I am. That's a different story, though. I'll share my testimony another day. But understanding that you're not the sum total is understanding the grace that you need to have for yourself. Yeah. And I think growing up, we went to a private Christian school. Very, very, very blessed. Mm 
And Christmas has always been a big thing in our household. So it's birthdays. We take celebration very seriously, I would say. Yeah, we do. I think it's a seven wing in you. Maybe. And my mom is such a planner. I mean, she is, she's an organized she's a, baddie. She's got the she's the planner on and she's got it written out. Love that girl. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. But growing up, I would say that learning, like when you're a child, you often told us like, go out, make mistakes. Yeah. I got your back. Yeah. Go out. Like you are a protector. So is mom. Mom yeah. and dad. Um, something that you all need to know about them is that they are fierce lovers, lovers of the word of God, lovers of the people of God, lovers of life, lovers of humanity. If you wear dad, you often say, if you wear an earth suit, if you're a human, I love you. You're not my enemy. You'll never be my enemy. You'll never. And that comes, I think from a lot of experience of humanity. Yeah. And understanding that you've been a human as much as the other person has. And giving yourself grace and saying, hey, listen, like if I've missed the mark, I am willing to admit that. But guess what? I'm not going to stay there. No, I'm not going to. People say you got to own your stuff. Don't don't own your stuff. You got to you got to walk through it. You got to, you know, acknowledge it. But don't never own that stuff. People say you got to own your don't own your mistakes. Own your answer. Own your solution. Yeah, own how am I going to get better? Yeah, yeah. and, and you, you know, you got to be honest. I'm not saying not to be honest, mm-hmm. but you have to definitely come to the gri- grips that you blew it. So now what do I do? Yeah. But you don't have, that's not your definition. That's not your identity. The shame of life can yeah, the, really... Yeah, those bad days, those bad days don't define you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes left because yeah. I don't want to make the podcast too, too long. Yeah. Because... You know, I just don't yeah. want to waste too many of people's yeah. time. Grandpa, with... your great-grandpa Miracle would say, uh, the mind can only receive what the bum can endure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the last question I want to ask you, and this yeah. will guide towards the original question of how did you choose to be yeah. Yeah. an intentional father, an influential father, a present father? How did you walk through ha- watching me and anorexia and alcoholism. Oh, Lord. As a father, yeah. how did you pray for me? Yeah. How did you choose to Should, love me? We need another 20 minutes. For I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, well. You can share whatever is on your mind. Oh, heart. no, I, yeah, I have no problem with that. I, um, so, you're my daughter, and that's forever. Yeah. So, it, it's not... Um, when these things happen, mm-hmm. your choice is you just go into fatherhood. Mm. You just go into protector. You just go into provider. You just you just have a grace because you I, we prayed for you every, every day. day, right? I would hear Pretty them. Much. Just a little context. It's not like a a prayer of saying, "Jesus, I love yeah. you." Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a yeah. simple "Jesus, I love you" prayer, but my yeah. parents would go to war on my behalf. There would yeah. be mornings I oh, would yeah. hear them yeah. praying in tongues, yeah. like the full nine yards, yeah. screaming yeah. my name, saying, you will come back. Yeah. You will come back to health. You will come back to victory. You yeah. will yeah. receive that seven-full payday that the yeah. enemy is owing yeah. now. And we would not give you the option to quit. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, so... How did I walk through that? How did I, how did we do that? We just, we just said, 
victory is our only option here. There's no, yeah. there's no losing Tori. There's no, she doesn't, and your mother would say, she doesn't have an option. There's no option yeah. here on whether she's going to come through this and be better for it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly the, the stance we took. And, you know, it, it was not easy when you were sitting there and saying, you know, I'm done. And I said, you're not done. Yeah, wait, let me tell them that. So mm-hmm. I moved home. I dropped out of university. I, I don't know why I like saying drop out. I, I left university yeah. for... Medical reasons. For medical reasons. I was well, not you, doing well. My psychiatrist really, well, signed really me came, out. Yeah, you're, you really came home because we prayed you home. Genuinely, I did. And yeah. so when I left university, my psychiatrist said, you need to go on bed rest. Yeah. You are not doing well. Mentally, I was scattered. I was distraught, depressed, mm-hmm. like ex- extremely at my worst. Yeah. And I was, like I said, anorexic. I was working on sobriety, mm-hmm. getting freed from any and all addictions. And so I think at that point I'd been two months sober and was still struggling with anorexia. I was just struggling with, you know, keeping myself in alignment with health. Mm-hmm. and not allowing the shame of my past to creep right. in to control those areas of sure. eating. Because that's, that's what it is sure it for is. anorexia, for me at least. And yeah. so, no, it is. That's exactly what it is. And control. so um, I was sitting at the dinner table. My mom, she's a fantastic cook, chef, and baker. I mean, this woman does it all. Yeah. And I was just Proverbs sitting with my parents. Baby. Yeah, my mom's a Proverbs 31 baddie, but... My mom is sitting across from me. My dad's sitting at the head of the table. It's just us three. And I just started bowling my eyes out. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I quit. And when I said I quit, I meant I was actually going to give up and commit suicide. I just, I could not continue with this pain of depression, the pain of shame. And the pain of my past genuinely just had such a grip on me that I was disgustingly done Uh and my dad looked at me dead in the eyes and he held my hand and my mom's just weeping praying in tongues like god i can't lose her and my dad said if you quit i quit and i'm not quitting anytime soon and i was like no like i don't think you understand like i am done like there is no fight left inside of me and you said no tori if you quit i quit and I'm not quitting anytime soon. And I think that may have been the turnaround moment for me where I was like, wow, this is this is real. This protection spirit on you to fight for me, even in the midst of what looks like hell. Yeah. It was hell actually. Sure. sure. Pretty sure I was walking through it. Yeah. And you just said there's no other option. Yeah. We're fighting for you. Yeah. You don't you, have an option. You don't actually... There, was, there wasn't there's an no, option. There's no plan B. Yeah, there wasn't. But that's yeah. the thing is, it's like, for you, basically the answers you've been giving me is that you just, you did the hard work. Yeah. And you chose the better option. Yeah. But that's not everybody's situation. No. And everybody doesn't have some uh, somebody that will climb into bed beside them and... And, and scratch pray the over and them pray and, and speak life and, and, and so that's why I think why we're on here today because we was, we want to say that yes. we're, we're being this for you right now we're being that, yes a that, thousand that, percent yeah that covering we just pray that um, that people that you'll find Jesus with skin on yourself 
that you'll find the answers and the solutions. And mm-hmm. there, you need to know that there is more grace available to you guys than you could ever imagine. What, what is God's grace? God is grace, not just His favor, mm. but it, but it's His enabling power. So good. Yeah, and so if you don't have anyone, you have greater grace. Mm. So just you, there's no excuse for you not to win, because I wish I, I wish I had I like. You know my my I was close with my 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 grandfather. Your yes, grandfather. my Rock Sedagoa, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. If I had a model, I mean, I was trying to be like him in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. But uh, but my dad, because of his relationship and uh, and deficits in his life, mm-hmm. I didn't get to see my grandparents for seasons. Yeah, and I really didn't get close to my grandfather until I was twenty one. Yes, and yeah. then you began traveling. Yeah, underneath yeah, we, his wing. Yeah, we just had. I was able to just. Just love on them and bless them, and it, mm-hmm. it, was, it was really. You bought good. the store from them, and yeah, all that kind of stuff. But, um, but understand this: that the dark moments come, mm. but they don't define you. Yeah, dark moments are nothing more than a backdrop to show forth show forth the true brilliance that God wants to bring out of your life. You need a contrast, and the troubles that you're going through are nothing more than a backdrop to show forth you're brilliant. And I just want to say to you, you're brilliant. Your, your, your potential is off so the good. charts. And you came into this realm with more resources than you could use in 10 lifetimes. But you just got to know it. And we're here to tell you today, mm-hmm. you were fearfully and wonderfully made. And you came on purpose with a purpose to fulfill a purpose. And you have the resource to do it, but you got to begin to believe it. Yeah. And I just want to add yes. on to that, that... We are sincerely sorry if you do not have an active father figure in your yeah, life. Yeah. If you were raised without knowing what a good father is like. Yeah, like your mom. That is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that is something that I thankfully have never experienced. Yeah. But my empathy is totally there for yeah. people that have experienced that. And so I just want to say that there is areas that will completely bless you by walking through healing in that area. And my parents are uh, literally like the poster child example of what it looks like to be healed from father issues and walk forward in life. So that is our first episode of Empower 24-7. We love y'all and... Hopefully this will be a weekly Sunday thing. I'm not putting too much of a sketch on it because I just want to make sure that this is Holy Spirit's podcast. But sure. have a blessed week. Yeah, thanks okay. for thanks for having me on the show. Of course, Ganarankwa Raganiha. Thanks again for joining Bye, us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.